What's going on on your side? That's the sound of someone running a bath and water flowing through the pipes behind me. Oh, okay. I understand. Is one of the things about being in the basement. Being in the basement has been, like, nice in a lot of ways. Like, it's cooler, internet's better, but I hear every time someone uses any bit of water in the house. I'm, I cannot hear well enough to be like, ah, the ensuite is in use right now. Like, I can tell that's a tub filling, but there's a bath in both the ensuite and the, um, the three-piece. Yeah, the three-piece. I don't know what that means. You mean the bathroom that you and your brother share? Yeah, three-piece just means it's sink, toilet, tub, shower, combo. Three so pieces. it's a bathroom. It's just a regular bathroom. Yeah. Three pieces just a way to specify that it has a place that you can shower and or bathe. As opposed to? Like a powder room, which has just toilet sand. Which has just powder. <laughs> it's just filled with snow. True Canadians have a room just for snow. Welcome to the podcast. There's <laughs> <laughs> been deep thoughts. This has been deep thoughts. Welcome. We're not going to do a regular intro as per our other episodes, simply because this is, I guess, a rebrand episode. Or a, We're shaking it up. We're shaking it up. We're using this as a way to say we're doing something a little different. He decided to rebrand because it doesn't. I feel like the purpose of the podcast has kind of gotten away from us, and really, this was just for you and you and me, you and I, you and you and me, because it's yourself and myself to (laughs) communicate casually, to be able to Like like humans do, like humans do, you know, to. Be able to converse with your person of affection. <laughs> of special interest. Of special interest. You know, the person of my special interest. And we would like to, like, the whole point of making the effort is for you and I to be making that effort to talk to each other. Yeah. And not making an effort to put into a podcast. To be entertaining on a podcast. And, I mean,. It was stressing you out. It was stressing me out. Yeah. So especially some of those longer episodes near the end where it was like an hour and a half, two hours. It Some of those times when I was editing, it ended up being like 10 hours of editing or something like that. And it was, it was too much. Okay. You spend too much time editing, first of all. <laughs> Why do you spend 10 hours editing? I'm super anal about it. No. No. At that point, you're just working hard. For the sake of just working hard, you're not working smart, you know. <laughs> you know, there's there comes to a point where you work too long for the amount that you're producing, so it's just not efficient work. You're a software developer; you should know this. Yeah, I agree. It was it was too much effort for making the effort. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> making too much effort. Okay, so we're just rebranding, so just be, be more casual. We're just too. Two good friends <laughs> talking. There's two bros chilling on the internet. Two bros chilling on the internet, and we're, we hope that you you bros chill with us is the idea. 
Alright, so I guess this, <laughs> this this first episode well, first episode look we've done like seven other episodes before the seven. First rebrand episode. First rebrand episode. Um, yeah, I can't remember exactly what number we ended off at, but seven's about right. Yeah. But I guess this first rebrand episode will just be like a casual catch up. I think um it's something that we'll probably maintain for the rest of for the other episodes is casual cap catch-ups um yep because i like alliterations and it's also good to just talk about things that we've been into recently especially now couple that casual catch-up casual catch-ups that's it that's that's the episode we're done wrap it up <laughs> and and music <laughs> got the title drop we're good now we're good we're good <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, especially since we're in, especially since we've been in quarantine for, like, all, half a year. Half a year. Half a year, going over half a year. Almost half a year to the day, I think. It's, whenever you got your tattoo is the last day. I got my I tattoo kinda... on March 9th. Then it's, it's literally six months today. Well, there you go. Half year anniversary of my tattoo and also the first <laughs> rebrand episode where we're catching up because I am so sure that We've, like, consumed a lot of stuff on the internet since we've just been home. Nothing better to do. Nothing better to do. So I'll start. I, so I've been keeping this specifically for this episode. I've been keeping it in, like, in my heart, in the back of my head. I just discovered this thing. It's a manga, anime manga duo, Golden Boy. It's titled Golden Boy. I don't know if you know what it is. I, it's I'm not, not familiar with it. It's not new at all. It's like a, it's an of course, anime. It's you. Of course it's not new. <laughs> I don't like new anime, okay? I just, I don't like the cleanliness of it. It's it's too, new anime is too clean. And it's like one of the, to, to digress, I feel like a lot of people who like old stuff, like old media, old songs, old movies, whatever, that I feel like that's their primary complaint of the modern stuff like everything's just too clean and too polished and whatever and that's that pretentious thought is my complaint with new anime it's too clean it's too um the only clean quote-unquote anime that i've in within the last like last five years that i've actually enjoyed was um no game no life that that level of cleanliness is what I will tolerate. Like I couldn't even enjoy Kill the Kill. It was it was too clean and too fluid for me. And um, Golden Boy, if you look at it, you will know it's old. It's got that um, everyone dresses like they're on the set of the set of Akira. Again, like if you if you ever watched Yu Yu Hakusho, they dress like that. It's they got like the cool denim jackets, the oversized denim jackets, the pastel. What it's about is it's um Golden Boy is about this this kid. Well, I I won't say kid. He's like twenty five. I mean, I'm <laughs> he's younger than us, therefore he's a kid. He's a kid, yeah. And he is a giant perv. He's a he's like a huge perv. And the first chapter of the manga is him. Um, he's riding his bike. That's like his his mode of transportation is his bike, and. Mm he uh, almost gets hit by this car with this, like, hot, super hot babe, <laughs> like, driving the car, and she's like, oh, please don't, like, 
I'm, I'm sorry for hit, like almost killing you. Here's 10 million yen. In American, that's rough. Because one, it's roughly 100 yen to one US dollar, so you divide by 100, so that'd oh, be about okay. 100,000 US. Yes. For, I think Canada's for, harder. Yeah, for basically saying, for basically like, uh, don't, yeah, here's $100,000, I guess. And he's like, <laughs> ah, thanks. And then um, he goes to the shop to get his bike fixed, and he notices that the, the bike's the bike owners are this like old old couple and they're being harassed by Yakuza or whatever. It's at the, these moments where you notice that he has a little notebook that he keeps with him and he's scribbling on it. He's like making observations of like uh, red sports car, super hot babe, like triple D <laughs> cup, like waistline is 28. Stuff like that. So he's like... Mega perv, and then he'll he'll also like the yakuza harassing the old couple. They they said some things, and he's like, "Oh, I'm a, I'm gonna write that down too because like it's a cool thing that people say." So you'll notice that as he meets people, he writes down a lot of things, mostly women and their measurements, and you know his interest. Must have like amazing like spatial recognition. They'll just look at someone and be like, "Ah, oh, that's a twenty six waist." That's the thing. Too. So okay, so and I'm basically just gonna tell you the the story of the first chapter of the manga. So he ends up going to this company where he applies for a job. He's applying for like a programming job, mm-hmm. or I think it's just a job in general. And he got I'm actually not sure why he's what he's there for exactly. I think he he did say that he wanted a programming job, but he ended up as a janitor or something like that. Okay. And he he notices that all of the he goes into this office and all of the other programmers, all of the other developers there are like super hot babes, so I like totally related. So <laughs> and he That's knows, totally the demographic <laughs> of developers. And I guess. And the CEO lady, obviously, is the lady, the super hot babe that just almost ran over him. Well, did run over him and almost killed mm-hmm. him. He's like, oh my god, if I like become a developer and something like that, like I'd be able to hang out with all these gorgeous women. He's writing down all of their like stats and so the CEO lady lets him work there and he lo and behold, like, he does not know how to program. So the first like the first few bits is him just looking like an incompetent asshole. Like he look, he looks like a fool, basically. And the other girls there are like, ha ha ha, well, don't worry, we'll teach you. You know, just being nice about it. And that until one night when he's cleaning up, he unplugs <laughs> unplugs one of their servers. <laughs> and the lady, the CEO lady, flips her shit. She's like, oh my god, this is due tomorrow. This code deploy is due tomorrow. This is going to cost us, like, hundreds of thousands of dollars for this client. And he's like, where, she's like, where's that money I gave you? Like, you have to give it back so we can, you know, cut our losses. And he's like, I actually spent all of it. And she's like, bitch, I gave that money to you yesterday and you already spent all of it. So they're absolutely, like, in total disarray. This, like, they're like, this guy's a perv. He, all he does is just look at my boobs. Now he's basically destroyed our product so mm-hmm. they 
the developer ladies just do their best to do, you know, spend all night trying to fix it. And of course they don't, because, you know, it was weeks, possibly months worth of work in a night from scratch. And and they they obviously don't do it until they find a little disc. It's from from the kid and so find a little it's it's funny too, it's like the what do you call it? The floppy disk? Yeah. That's how you know it's old. <laughs> it's like a floppy disk with all of the code in it. And they they they're so mad, they're like, Oh my god, he had this floppy disk with him with the code all this time and we were just like spending all night trying to fix everything and he's like he's probably like laughing us basically their impression of him is really terrible Mm -hmm. so she she puts it in and then uh they notice that can you hear that that's my family they're yelling yeah they're yelling about the the raptors Raptors. game went into overtime that's why i know and um where was i floppy disk and it's it's the program. It's the program that was deleted. Not only was it rescued, it was made better by Kintaro. Like they 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 notice like oh this is a section that we didn't even write and it's perfect and the code is great. And then the other girls were like oh yeah by the way he he actually picked things up really quickly. There's like some something happened too where she oh she's like looking for she's looking for him to thank him because he's like gone away. And he just mm-hmm. left the, the floppy disk and the note. So she passes by the the bike shop because she's like, oh, maybe he's getting his bike repaired. Maybe yep. I can catch him there. And then it's the owner. The owner's like, oh, um, we're so glad this this kid had like come into our shop because he ended up giving us the 100000 because we were being harassed because we had debt to the Yakuza and everything. And then this... So the woman CEO is now like, oh man, we thought that he was a giant perv. He's like good for nothing, but he's actually a golden boy. <laughs> and his like his catchphrase at the end of every chapter, it ends every chapter with him on his bike going to his next de- destination, and him just going. His his catchphrase is like study, 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 study. Like that's his goal in life. He just wants to learn as much as possible, and that's it. So each each chapter is him interacting with a different woman. And, like, learning something new, like, in a different field kind of thing? Yeah, and just, like, learning new things and being kind of subverting expectations of what he is and how how he's interacted with people and how people interact with him. It's a a good, I guess, feel-good type manga slash anime to watch. It's, It's subversive in a way, I suppose. I mean, there's still, of course, the, you know... He's still kind of a perv, but he's still a perv, and the, like the anime only stops at six episodes. And my belief is that um, it's only because the first six chapters of the manga are of any value, <laughs> because it comes to a point in the manga where he ends up participating in this experiment, where he basically becomes like he he goes into this house, and then the women in the house like answer to his beck and call and everything. And he ends up sleeping with them, all of that sort of stuff. Like the the point where he ends up sleeping with someone else, the rest of the chapters are basically him sleeping with people, and it loses <laughs> the it loses the magic that the first six chapters yeah. had of him being a golden boy, of him being like a, a better person than what you would initially think he was. Yeah, he finally becomes the person you thought he would be. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, he com- he becomes the person that you you would. Like you initially think he is, 
He becomes yeah. that, you know, just that perv, that trophy perv that didn't have, that doesn't have any value. You know, you want to invest some time into it. It's, the anime's only six ep- episodes. The manga, the value of the manga is for only the first six chapters. It's a way to kill, like, half a day in your <laughs> six months of quarantine, I guess. <laughs> and how long have you been holding on to this for? I said you've been holding on to it for the podcast. Yeah, I mean, it's been like a couple of weeks, I guess. It's fun. I liked it. I enjoyed it. It's been a while since um, a... I don't know what's happening with the Raptors, but... Yeah, it's been a while since a, a, a manga and anime caught my attention like this. Doesn't surprise me that's super old. I can't imagine you liking anything else. I told you, it's because the new ones are so clean. Yeah. I haven't really been watching a whole lot of anime recently. That's surprising, because you used to watch it basically daily when we would Yeah, I used to watch like an episode a day or something. But yeah, I've basically stopped. Not quite stopped, but I haven't really been watching much. You've, You've more been into like stream stream stuff i've i've been super into twitch like the past six months like a lot of people like the the twitch community uh has kind of exploded because lots of people can't go out so they want to do something twitch has sort of become a thing a lot of people have been in and then there was the whole mixer collapsed into twitch that's a separate thing but basically there was another streaming platform called mixer that I think got bought out by Twitch or went belly up. I'm not sure. But then all of those people then like flooded into Twitch because they needed a different place to do all their streaming from. Oh, I didn't so you... know that. I thought it was like, I thought Twitch was the OG. Yeah, t- Twitch was, I think, the OG. The, the like the four popular ones at the time, you had Twix, you had Mixer, you had just straight on, on YouTube, and then Facebook. Facebook's pretty up and coming, so I've heard people that are moving to that because it's less saturated, especially if you're playing some of the like really popular games, Fortnite or PUBG or that that demographic sounds really young. You would think that, and like for sure, for sure, there's a very young demographic for that. Minecraft is probably up there too. Um, Minecraft. People still play Minecraft. Yeah, uh, people still play Minecraft. There's a lot more people looking into, like, modded Minecraft uh, now, like hosting your own servers and uh, adding in custom mods, like uh, texture mods. Um, I saw there was one group, and they had, like, the this fireworks mod, and they just, like, had a, had a like, a virtual 4th of July kind of thing, um, just lighting off fireworks and stuff like that. But yeah, so those kinds of ones are super saturated, and I've heard at least one person who said, like, yeah, I'm moving over to Facebook because it's less saturated there. <laughs> I'm moving over <laughs> to Facebook for my streaming. But, like, does Facebook pay as well as what I have seen Twitch does? I can't imagine. I, I, I don't know that, but, like, first of all, Twitch does not pay you. The I think the only one of those that might pay you would be YouTube, if they run like ads on top of that um twitch does have ads but it's something like a penny per 10 ads run or something like that wait how do you you mean twitch does not pay you how do people make money off of twitch then it's basically all from donations from viewers i mean they definitely get because you have to have a certain amount before you get paid out right yeah you have to 
Twitch acts as like the the bank, as it were. So so if, Twitch definitely pays you. Like I can't imagine it's not being the case because if the, yes, okay. So let, let's let's go down this 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 path. So there's there's kind of two separate ways you can get it. One is just straight donations. So like if you have a, like a PayPal link or something, people can just like wire transfer you money. Okay. So like your PayPal. Okay. Um, and that one, um, like if you're doing it through something like OBS Streamlabs or something, I think they sometimes take like a really small cut, like one or two percent. But most of that goes straight to the the streamer. That's the best way to give money from your pocket to the streamer's pocket without losing too much in fees. So that's that's one path. That's okay. Purchasing... I mean, we don't have to get into that if, if it's too much like logistic. Why don't you just tell me about like the streamers that you've been enjoying? If that's so, that's where you were going, right? Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. I was just gonna talk about um so like stream Twitch has always been something I've kind of been interested in. I've had friends that have done it. I I tried to do it for like I don't know, like a year and a half and wasn't really successful in it. But it was always something that I liked, especially when I was working. You know, like some people like to have like music or Netflix or something in the background. Mm, um, I people just... like me who like to have people <laughs> talking. Yeah, exactly. So I I would just like find something on Twitch. Uh, and usually I would I would look for a game that I liked, but one that I'd already beaten. That way I'm not like so engrossed in it that I'm like I'm watching it instead of working. But something like... Like, it's a game I liked, but I know what's happening. So I, like, I can hear them reacting. If I know there's, like, a cool part coming up, I can, like, look at it for a couple minutes. But the goal was not to be too much of a distraction to get in the way of work. But basically, I think it was April 1st, I came across a guy. I, I won't mention names just because I don't have permission from any of them to, to say that. But I came across a guy who's playing one of my favorite games, uh, Paper Mario Thousand New Door for GameCube. He looked interesting. He was playing a game I liked. And um, just like started watching him, he was like asking a couple of questions. So like got chatting with him like here and there. Within like a week, he had gone from uh, me being the first person that wasn't an actual acquaintance to him talking to already having like seventy people. It is by far the fastest I've seen someone take off on Twitch, and I've seen a couple people go from like zero to a hundred super fast. So with with Twitch, you have to meet actually a couple of requirements before you can get to a status where you can get paid from Twitch, and that's called affiliate. And to get to affiliate, there's a couple things, but basically it comes down to you need 50 followers, and you need to have streamed, I can't remember what it is, like five or seven streams in the past month, with an average of three viewers or more across that month. And this guy, he had the followers, he had the viewers, he just hadn't hadn't done whatever it was, the five days of streaming. So he had to just run a random stream to get that. And yeah, that was five months ago or something and he's already over 500 people following him now are you sure and yeah, it's his, like one of those his community has just been fantastic i've met several dozen people over that who like I, some of them i talk to daily actually quite a few of them i talk to daily and hang out wait, with them daily wait, wait, wait. and you're not gonna name drop this guy like isn't twitch like a public place it is I, I don't have his permission and i know he listens to our podcast so um, oh okay but yeah, th there was one day when he, because he's in Australia, so... Is he just not he, comfortable? Like It's it's not about him being comfortable, it's just I don't want to do something without his permission. Knowing the kind of guy he is, I'm sure he'd be okay with it, but I I don't want to do that without his permission. That's interesting. That's an odd way to, <laughs> to 
not odd. I don't want to call it odd. A different way to think about it, I guess. Because usually when you have someone you like who's in a public domain, usually the, the name drops are a welcome thing because, you know, it brings people to their to their space. It brings people to, and if that's, especially like internet, internet spaces that you, it's, you know, more people you have, the more you gain. It's, and I don't know if it's just be, like coming from my point of view of like having a lot of influencer friends, the more people you have, the more people out there name dropping you. It's like, you know, word of mouth kind of promotion. It's, so it's you think it's okay? Thing. I, I don't know. Now, like, I'm doubting myself now because I, because we started off with like, with this, and now I'm not sure. So you're making me doubt myself, too. Like, the reason why I would, like, think about it that way is I don't necessarily want to tie them to, like, the content we're talking about today. I, I don't think they'd have any problems with it. But sometimes, like, people don't want to be brought up in, like, a certain context of some other thing. And, like, like you can have a name drop, but, like, in that context, it's actually not good for you. Like I said, I that's probably not... So you don't, you not... don't want... You want to give him the choice to not be affiliated with us, basically. <laughs> basically, yes. Okay, yeah. okay. For whom this is talking about, good job. Good job, my friend. You know who you are. <laughs> if you're listening. But yeah, he he is like one of the nicest, most generous people I have ever met. And just the community of people he brings himself because of who he is has been fantastic. And nice. Do you watch him often? Yeah. Does he stream um, often? I guess he's so he streams Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Oh, and okay. I, like I said, he's in Australia, but his sleep schedule is the most screwed up thing I've ever seen in my life. So he starts streaming for him at eleven at night and goes until about four a.m., five a.m. Uh-huh. The other day on Monday, he had a stream where. He was just like, oh, I'm going to finish this game today. And he ended up streaming for about 18 hours because he, he couldn't beat like the final like level and just decided, well, screw it. I'll just do an extra 12 hours today. Is it partly his stream schedule and partly the demographic watching him is more active during a certain time? Because I know for myself, yeah. like when I would post, you know, when I would be living that um, internet clout. Uh, like sector of my life, I would post during you know times of engagement when I know that there are people up and about to consume what I put out there. Time zones weird. <laughs> <laughs> time zones are weird for him though. I know there's certain times where there is more of a lull, which would be about like I don't know two to four a.m. for us if he's still going then, which he usually is not. He has like viewers from all around the world. Like I talk to people from Canada, the United States. Scandinavia, UK, Belgium. He has a pretty solid viewership. I would say, like, probably, like, a third of his viewership is from, like, Australia, New Zealand. The rest is majority, like, United States, Canada, UK, being English-speaking countries. Okay, well, I mean, if he ever listens to this, and you know who you are, and you want to talk to us about your sleep schedule, (laughs) hit us up. Yeah, I'm glad... Glad you're engaging. Oh, and I guess the the other thing I've been doing is I've been binging Modern Family on Netflix. Modern um, Family. I only ever see an episode at a time, like, but never on Netflix or anything. It's on on TV. I say binge, but I would like watch one or two episodes a day, like one, like at lunch. Okay. That's not binging at all. You know what binging is? It's finishing. I, I know it. It's it's I know finishing what Game of Thrones season five in a day. That's binging. <laughs> When I say binging, I mean it's like the only thing I've been watching, basically. 
Okay. I just don't watch the like binge levels. I watch like two or three episodes no, a day. Because you have self control is what you don't have that desire to be like, oh my god, what happens next? And I don't know if that's a thing that you would even have with a show like Modern Family. Not with Modern Family. Not with like a sitcom kind of show. With with some animes, like, like for sure, like with they end on like the cliffhanger kind of thing. Like yeah, I've done the thing of like one more episode and then I've watched six more one more episodes. But, like, I don't really find that with sitcoms. They're, like, designed to be one-off kind of things anyways. It's pretty rare for a sitcom to have, like, like a big cliffhanger, like a two-parter kind of thing. And is it safe to assume, then, that you enjoy Modern Family? <laughs> oh! Raptors did something! <laughs> oh, they were in a double overtime. Oh, double overtime. I had, How did... I had them open on my phone. How much more overtime can a basketball game go? I don't uh, know anything the... about basketball, so... Because it's the playoffs, it goes until someone wins. <gasps> oh my god, I hope they keep going. So, I don't know what the official, like, record is, but I, I've seen, like, quadruple and quintuple over time. It's probably somewhere in there. I don't know for basketball, but for hockey is, like, the similar kind of thing. Any game like this is similar that if it's the playoffs, someone has to win, so you keep going until someone wins. Amazing, amazing. They're... I hope I hope they keep going. I... They're... <laughs> I need them to keep going. <laughs> it's good. It's, there, it's... there have been games that have been like so long. It's been like whatever, like three a.m. and the reps are just like, "We're gonna call it for today. We'll all come back tomorrow <gasps> and we'll finish it." No off. way! It's like they yeah. get an extra game. Oh my yeah. god! I hope they keep going. They better keep going. This, this is also like back in the day where it's like you're tired, you're hungry. Games that would start hitting like double overtime and stuff like that. The coaches would order pizzas. So their Amazing. team could eat something to refuel. Amazing. <laughs> Can you imagine the pizza delivery guy being like, so I need to deliver 10 pizzas to the Raptors right now? Like, No, no, they have their own. I'm 100% sure they have their own delivery. Like, you know how, um, oh, frick, what was it? Pizza Pizza is like the official pizza of the Raptors yeah, or awesome. some stupid shit yeah. like that. Yeah, they don't even have to call. To be like, hey, can I get like ten pizzas delivered? No, it's someone. Someone goes goes out and just buys it for them. They don't even I have mean, to ask. Normally, in like that kind of situation, you're in like a stadium where they have pizza probably somewhere to buy, and you just like send the assistant coach and be like, yeah, go get like five pizzas from the pizza stand, kind of deal. No, they're not. The, no, they're not gonna do it from the pizza stand. They're gonna get like the, the fancy bougie pizza. You're going to get whatever can come in the next, like, no, ten you, minutes you of think, how long you have to eat. You think these million-dollar makers are being like, you know, I'm just going to get, like, a piece of a pizza sandwich? No. I don't know. They probably, like, each raptor probably has a pizza to themselves and folds it up and eats it like a taco or something. I don't know. <laughs> the modern family. Yeah, so... I just finished it on Netflix. But Netflix... Doesn't go to the final season. It sounds like I they just... won. Do they win? I don't know. All the yelling makes me think that they won. Sorry, didn't feel like my phone's probably a bit behind. They're up by one with like a minute left, is what my phone says. It sounds like um, they won. All the cheering makes it sound like it won. They won. But, but yeah, so I finished the last episode on Netflix, and then wait, the last remember... episode? Oh, on Netflix, not on like... Netflix. Okay. And I'd remembered that when they ended, they had like a show on Ellen or some one of those hosty people and i wanted to like look it up the last few seasons to me felt more like the directors went to them like what do you guys want to do uh-huh because it, it had more it, it felt more improv was, not more improv it seemed to me like each sort of actor had like 
messages they wanted to like give out to their viewers kind of thing. Oh, like subliminal. personal values. Okay, I thought it was like just subliminal, no, like not like subliminal join the army kind of messages. Not that. Wait, what is what is modern about Claire, Claire, Phil, and then their three kids? Yeah, that what family? What what does what makes them modern? Yeah, what makes them modern is the fact that Claire is the daughter of the old guy who then marries the younger woman, so she has a mother who's younger than herself. Oh, I see. I they, see. They needed they needed that family to have that dynamic, and then you have like their kid Manny. Who's the same age as their kid, um... Manny. Uh, Wait, isn't Manny Sofia Vergara's kid? Yeah, but because she marries the the old guy... No, 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 I'm not talking uh, about them. I'm talking about oh, the the other, the white family, the completely white family. Isn't there a family that's so completely white? Yeah, yeah, that's, that's Phil and Claire. And Claire's the daughter of the old guy who marries the Colombian woman. Oh, okay, okay. They've got some sort of, like, merged family thing going on. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So they have that like I don't I don't actually know very much like what the show's truly about because I've only ever seen a few episodes. But okay, okay. Yeah, they have the dynamic of like I have a mother-in-law who's younger than me, and then she has a son, so that would be like her brother-in-law. But her brother-in-law is like the same age as her kids. Okay, so, I see. So it's like that that dynamic of like a generation shifted down kind of thing. I see. Gotcha. And then you have the other family with the, the two gay dads with the... Is that... I mean, are they considered like a modern family? Oh no, kind of weird. Well, it's, you also have to think of when it came out. Because it was, it was 11 seasons long. There's only 10 on Netflix, which made me sad. Because I like Googled it and I'm like, it felt like in the last season, the actors were sort of pushing things of like values they had. Uh, like racism or gay rights. Things like that. Except that were for like, justice. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So I wanted to look it up and see if they had said anything on, like, Ellen show or whichever show it was. And I discovered that there was a whole other season that wasn't on Netflix, and then I was sad. <laughs> oh. So I need I need to try and find some place to watch that. I don't know um how much they get into family values and all of that sort of shit. I, I don't know if what they mean by the whole idea of modern family is, you know, progressive, I guess, is what they're trying to go for here. I don't. I don't know. But it was interesting because cause it was like eleven seasons long, and the last season I think ended in twenty nineteen. Mm-hmm. So they they did live through things like in the U.S. Um, gay people being get, gaining the right to to be married. So they had like a whole episode dedicated, or two whole episodes dedicated to that. So they did live through some of those like important milestones. So it was interesting to see that. Okay, I feel like I didn't pick it up because at the time when it was I feel like it there was a time where it was gaining popularity and I remember not picking it up because of the whole idea of like modern family and it being like a comedy type situation type show where it's supposed to be humorous that the situation that their families are in is is like it's funny like there's they're supposed to like oh hello two gay dads like two two dads that's that's a funny mm-hmm. like and it fe- it felt off to me that it was and I don't know if I don't I don't I don't actually know like it was just a, my initial thing of like huh you know and <laughs> and the whole thing with like I I I also like clearly I didn't know what the deal was with Sophia Vergara and um the family that she she has in the show and the the whole I again I I didn't know anything about it so 
the whole like ah marrying an immigrant who doesn't speak English well haha so funny that brings us a lot of like situational humor and so I didn't it didn't sit quite right with me at the time I don't know if my feelings have changed now because I haven't really thought about the show now but I mean if it's a, if it's a show if it's a good show that showcases like I, I agree with things. you like at, at the start I think they have some of that kind of humor you know that yeah borderline humor borderline not quite okay humor yeah but I do like that they had like characters like especially Jay who's like the older guy who marries the the woman from Colombia mm-hmm. you can see him like grow up and sort of like realize he's been making these sort of jokes that are wrong both about uh, her and her roots, and about like his son being gay. Okay. Okay. But I mean, yeah. as long as as long as the show is humanizing rather than othering, yeah. As long as it's it's grown, I guess, out of that sort of situational humor. Of, wow, look at this weird makeup of a family. Then I guess it's okay. Well, You'll have to retake a look at it. <laughs> I'll have to retake a look at it again. I don't know. I didn't feel I didn't feel right at the time when I first looked at it mm-hmm. that it was the humor was that they were not the conventional family and it didn't sit right with me. Yeah, I totally see that. Yeah, as long as you're enjoying it, I guess, and it's it's how do I put it? Providing good messages, then I will see if I should pick it up. Yeah, like like I said, especially sort of I guess in the latter half seasons they had certain characters like one character is like always pushing women and female empowerment and women in science and technology stem women in stem and you have embracing your cultural roots and like sharing that learning about each other uh, and then of course like the the gay rights and especially the ep- the episodes where they they go over like gay marriage is legal was, was such a nice episode when they can finally have their wedding after like yeah whatever like 15 years of essentially being married and already having a kid kind of thing yeah okay cool your quarantine hobbies catch up sounds way more productive than me <laughs> i don't know about that <laughs> well we'll see what how this evolves in our next episodes i guess yeah right yes that's the end of this this episode right <laughs> yeah you get to end it All right, see ya. Bye. Bye.